0: intro is in. Okay, so let me make sure it's recording. Okay, I had like two shots of Jameson already. Okay. Hey fam, this is your girl Jenny Sushi with The Magazine and I'm on a Zoom chit chat interview with the king of contacts, one of my favorite personalities on social media, celebrity publicist Dominic Natty. Hey Dom.
1: Hey Jenny, it's so good to see you
0: i know i'm just laugh because every time i see you, you make me laugh i follow yeah. you you know i follow you on instagram and facebook you're, you're a fucking nut but
1: yes <laughs> try to you're very yes i feel good when you send me the laughing emoji i know i did a good job yeah
0: okay, <laughs> before we do i want to kick off this interview with a fun q a okay so try to answer these questions within like three to five seconds and some okay. of questions I got on Instagram, and some of my girlfriends, we kind of put it together, okay? Okay. What is your biggest
1: pet peeve? Hmm. Okay. I only got three seconds, right? One. Uh, oh. One my biggest pet peeve is, is when people list things, mostly women, uh, in this tone. Like, then we went to the beach, and we had some drinks, and we went this. Like, they like, draw out. And it lists things in that tone. That's my biggest pet peeve. It drives me crazy.
0: Like when they're on Instagram talking about what they're doing? Yeah. Or...
1: When these girls, yeah, they can't say a list of things without dragging out their words. And then they talk. You know, Do you have any idea what I'm talking about?
0: No, I make... do that. I do that.
1: Oh, I mean, it's <laughs> different. I like when you do it. But everyone else, oh. it drives me
2: crazy. Okay, so I'm exempt. Okay. Yeah. What is your favorite song?
1: My favorite song? right now is uh and baby by the baby
2: okay favorite sport
1: uh actually hockey
0: okay you'd like it rough okay yeah. cool <laughs> okay. Yes. your celebrity crush
1: um uh, my celebrity crush is amber rose
0: she's hot i like her too i read her book i'm
1: okay. in love with her but i don't think it's mutual
0: uh. <laughs> Never know, Try
1: <laughs> Okay, you well, never know. Maybe back guys, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo on your forehead, <laughs> she
1: lost a little bit there. I'll be honest. So I was like, okay, Amber,
0: she's still hot. She's still hot, but she's I'm sorry. Hot. Yeah, why? What ridiculous thing has someone tricked you into doing
2: or believing?
1: Doing or believing?
2: Yeah, oh my god crap dude um
1: oh
2: okay we can come back to that one
1: okay yeah that really blanked me i think of i was gonna make up a lie actually and just make up a whole story but i decided not to
0: <laughs> <laughs> what can you teach me in five minutes or less that i already don't know
1: that you don't know yeah okay Jenny or any – are you saying teach you personally or just anywhere? Oh, yeah, just ask me. Okay. Um, five minutes or less. I oh, I,
0: actually, not me because that would be a lot. How about just in general? Five, uh, teach somebody in five
1: minutes. To, I can teach you how to write a Wikipedia page.
0: Good to know. Okay. What yeah. – yeah, that's huge. Okay, what yeah. is the weirdest thing a fan has ever done for you?
1: For me um let me think of the weirdest thing, you know, I would say honestly um that it's it's probably the things that they do um in cameo in the the cameo apps. So let me think of like the one of the weirdest things um I think oh God God there's so many of them. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 okay. So I had a fan uh, message me and uh, he wanted me to break up with his girlfriend because she was a fan of mine. So he he bought a video message from me and thought that if I said the breakup to her, that it would like soften the blow because she was a fan of mine. <laughs> so it was super. And you awkward. did it, didn't you?
0: You did you yeah, did.
1: I- you did. And to thank her for being a fan and a supporter, and then be like, uh, but the bad news is is that uh, John paid me to end the relationship. So, I up. I so <laughs>
0: but I how much was a cameo? How much was that cameo?
1: One that one I think was uh twenty, twenty dollars. Okay. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I to will give you oh twenty. So how many right.
0: camos have you done to
1: date? Uh, I have done Eight hundred, I think it was like eight hundred eleven.
2: Eight
1: hundred eleven dollars or eight hundred cameos. Eight hundred and eleven cameos, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Okay. so it's like it's and it's been the quarantine. I've been doing like ten a day, so it's it's been it's been fun. There's I got nothing else to do. You know, it's no, like I 20.
0: love yours. Yours are fun. You're <laughs> nuts. <laughs> okay, favorite food.
1: Favorite food is probably pasta a la vodka. Okay. Which is pasta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then, okay. And then if you can compare yourself with an animal, which would it be
2: and why?
1: I don't know. A pug? Maybe a (laughs) pug? I would say, uh, yeah. Well, I I think a pug. It seems I have my level of energy. Um, but they're cute if you can find the right owner. So if you have someone with the right attitude, I would say that. Yeah, I, I guess a pug. I would say like a pit bull pug. Oh, pitbull because they're so pit
0: small ball. and nice, but then you don't know when they're going to attack you. I don't
1: know. <laughs> That's pretty. It's see, yeah, a pit bull is actually more accurate, <laughs> especially during my interviews. Yeah, yeah. I was just going
0: to say, I've seen or I've heard some of your interviews, so I don't know okay right. so we're like okay what day, like day maybe 60 something in quarantine what have you been doing to keep yourself sane i mean i've actually seen you traveling and just like hanging out with friends so
1: yeah i'm not really quarantining um so uh i mean honestly i i've done a little bit of like what other people do like i've watched you know documentaries and stuff that I don't usually watch. I do go to the cigar shop where I'm at like every day and I mm-hmm. hang out with my um and then I like I'll play spades on my phone just to like pass the time. Uh and then I Google every hour, you know.
0: So, you what? Every hour?
1: I Google myself every hour. but, <laughs> uh, but no I mean I, I just I've just been just kind of doing the same thing other people do. Just like watching stuff on T V but like I've been watching a little, like, shittier shows, you know, just, like, too hot to handle and stuff like that. But also I've been doing some interviews because a lot right. of people anything. Uh, and then I, I – women. Yeah, I message women at random and see – kind of like rolling the dice, you know. It's like some respond and some don't, you know. So it keeps uh-huh. me out. They're bored too, so no.
0: – Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we'll get back to that. Okay, so yeah. for people that don't know, what – is can you explain to us
1: what a publicist does? Yeah. Sure. You... Yeah. Um so basically the easiest way to explain to people who aren't familiar with uh publicity is that uh you know, a publicist, like when you see an interview, so you're watching TV and you're watching the tonight show or whatever and, and you see an interview with a host and a guest, or if you're reading an article and it and they have an exclusive interview in there. Like, basically, celebrities don't set up their own interviews. There has to be a person in between the media and the talent. So that's what a okay. publicist is they, yeah, they pitch, you know, and they, they get exposure for their clients. They're the okay. middle person. Yeah.
0: Right. Okay, cool. And now um, you have your own show. You have a successful podcast and a lot of your interviews get on huge publications like USA Today, uh, People, TMZ, Fox, ENU, CNN. And that's been happening for a long time. Can you Do you remember the first time one of your podcast interviews had made it to a big uh, publication like that? And do you remember the story?
1: Yeah. Um, let's see. The first one uh, yeah, I, I think, like, the one that, that – the first one to do the best was an interview with uh, Todd Chrisley. Uh Do you know who that is from Chrisley Knows Best? No. You know, okay. Um, let me use another one. Okay. Um, the other one is uh, – do you know who uh, Mama June is, Honey Boo Boo? Yeah, mother?
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, I did an interview with her, and uh-huh. um, and then I, you know, I asked her – she had lost her weight. So then i asked her about plastic surgery i was like did you have to get plastic surgery and she said yes and i said did the the network pay for the surgery she said no and then i asked her what she got done uh and she told me all the procedures that she got done and Uh. how much i don't know why but that was that is still like my biggest video like it was on um you know it was it was on e-news that night reported on it and it was on entertainment tonight and people magazine uh, and I think CNN, like entertainment or whatever. And um, I don't know, it's just like, it's got like, for an audio clip on YouTube, it got like almost 200,000 views, which is, wow. A lot, you know, so it's, it's still like my most popular one. Um, but that's kind of the thing is sometimes I'll pitch things that I think are really good uh, and uh-huh. then we'll go at, you know, and then there's stuff like that where I'm like, Honey Boo Boo's mom told me what surgery she got. <laughs> it's like, it was like E! News on E! News that night. And like all, you know, everybody covered it. And I was like, I don't really quite get it. But that's why I kind of pitch everything and see how it goes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the most shocking interview you've done on your show, on the Maddie show?
1: Um, I think, um, let's see. Most Shocking. shocking. I think that for me, so if you, I know you don't know who Todd Chrisley is, but that was probably the most shocking interview. Um, he's got us, he's got a popular uh, reality show called Chrisley knows best on the USA network. And okay. while I was, um, you know, I asked him if he was gay, uh, ex kind of feminine and anybody uh, married with kids. And that's what the show is about, but everyone's always kind of had the suspicion that he's gay. Um, and his response was, uh, you know he's like it doesn't bother me that people think i'm gay because i'm flattered that i can get it on both ends and i thought <laughs> i was like then <laughs> that, but then also wow. that, about a tax evasion case and i said you know you're getting uh, they're accusing you of tax evasion and he said uh you know i give the federal government like a million dollars in taxes every year and he starts going on about his taxes, and he was like, you know, I live in Florida. That's why, because in Florida they don't do what property tax. So, okay, yeah. he lived in Florida, but the show actually airs out of Nashville. Uh, and then the FBI actually indicted him um, for taxes. And in the ta- in the indictment, they mentioned my interview.
2: I think yeah,
0: I've seen that so, post. Wow. Yeah
1: it was kind of weird. So the the weird thing is that I got an email from the news station uh, when uh-huh. the FBI poured out and they said, Hey, can we use your interview on our news podcast? And I said, sure. And they're like, because you know, the FBI used your quote your interview indictment. So then I called the FBI in Georgia and I was like, Hey, uh, I don't really know. I, Cause I was curious. I was like, I wonder if I could see it. So I called the FBI like an idiot. I was just like, uh, I have a radio show, and you guys quoted it in your indictment. I was like, could I get, like, a copy of that? And I was I was like, I have no idea. I've never called the FBI before. So they were like, okay. And then they just emailed it over to me. So then I got to see it. I was like, I don't know. I guess it's not – I guess it's public. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Like, yeah. That's, but, wow. Evident. Yeah, I thought that was pretty wild to, you know, for my radio show to – for an FBI investigation and they did arrest him. So, so weird. Wow. I didn't even know what to say. About that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm definitely not trying to, because really I'm just trying to get, you know, trying to get headlines and ask juicy questions. So like to actually be part of like a criminal investigation was the last thing I expected.
0: Yeah. No, and I know your interview style, because you ask, like, some, you ask questions, like your boom, personal questions, whatever. You ask them kind of fast. And you get, like, kind of get them riled up, or you, you have them a little emotional. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So, it's, you know, it's just, it's like anything. It's like, there's always a persona. If anyone that works in entertainment, you know, it's like, you're not really being yourself completely every time, you know? So, it's like, yeah. My, you know, I, I've been trained. Everybody has training, just like the military and whatever. But I've been trained a certain way to, you know, get information from people. Like in, in our, you know, we hang out. Like if we're just hanging but you say out, you said you've
0: like, been trained. So did someone like help you along? Like, what do you mean you've well,
1: been trained? Actually, no, not trained by other people. Like, it's more of like I actually have never gone to school or had a mentor or anybody. I learned everything completely on my own. Um, so like when I'm referring to training it's it's training that like you know it's it's self taught where I watch things in the tabloids I work with like alongside like I pitch things to t m z and that is my training is to say here's how you get information from people and here's how you present it to the press once you have that information you know, okay. so so my interview style is to try to make you feel comfortable in the beginning and yeah. then I- I guess the pitbull thing makes more sense. Yes. Yeah. So it's like then after you feel like, "Oh, he's asking about my business." And then I kind of come in and asking questions I shouldn't, but maybe your guard is down and I'll ask him kind of quick, you know, and then, you know, I ask another one uh, right after that, but I'm not like I don't make a, I'm always like, "Hey, so uh, let's clear this up." Because I do want to clear things up, you know, like yeah. that are in, the only way I could do that is if I ask you questions that you're uncomfortable with, you know. But but if you can your side then you know you, you got to do that eventually so I do it on my show so that you know you get your word out there and I can get some uh, exposure
0: Yeah you do a, you do an amazing job with that. okay, famous hangups so during your you know some of on your interviews on your podcast, I know Whoopi Goldberg has hung up on you Any yeah. other famous hangups during your pitbull interviews?
1: Yeah, so uh, the one uh, the hang ups com- the complete hang ups was uh there's a, a, a lady that interviewed OJ Simpson, uh that I, mean, I think her name's was it Judith Regan or something and she had a big interview with OJ that came out I think last year or the year before. Okay. And uh that she has a book that she did with him, you know, and I asked her a question that would have like incriminated her for taking money from the nicole brown's family you know and the way that i asked whether either way how she answered it it would have been it would have been bad for her because there was money exchange book deal and she either gave it to the family or she kept it herself so either way she answered it so she just like and then she kind of pretended like it was accidental she was like oh no my phone died we'll have to just like your phone died right as i asked that question that was like you know so it's okay, and then, uh, but and then I, I had an interview with Jerry Springer uh, a few months ago. He did not hang up. Okay, but he kind of, uh, he kind of was like rushed me along and said he had to go. You know, I asked him about some sexual harassment uh, charge or like allegation from years ago. Oh, and he, and he was like, "I okay," and he just like, you know, but it wasn't a hang up. And then, but yeah, Whoopi Goldberg was the most famous hang up where uh, I asked her ever sexually harassed and I don't know she just said no and then it was, it's like well they didn't tell me that I was that the interview was going to be about her Christmas sweater line like until her publicist patched me in so I had no idea I was like, I what you're talking about but I just was like making up Christmas sweater questions and then abruptly up <laughs> oh, great we'll look for those sweaters so I was like So sexual harassment and Me Too movement's really big right now. Have you ever been sexually harassed? And it was just like right after Christmas Sweater Questions, and she was like, no, honey. And then her publicist jumped in and was like, Dominic, Dominic, we are not going to talk about, you know. like yelled at me, and then they hung up. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that was still, I mean, I'd rather have two minutes of that than 15 or 20 minutes of Sweater interview. Because, I I mean, nobody wants to listen to that, you know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's so funny because like I got text message you me and my girlfriend were googling you before and she's never met you so she was listening to some of your podcasts and I'm like and I'm explaining you and she's like she didn't get it I'm like no he's so freaking hilarious follow him on Instagram there's a post a long ass time ago where he used to get his his back waxed and just recently because of the whole COVID he got in shape and we're laughing but she's like he's like pretty intense I'm like like I yeah. just have to follow him on Instagram to see him and that I mean I you're fun to watch you're nuts. <laughs> and
1: that man like it, it seems pretty extreme like I have a lot of people that don't think I'm funny and like really get upset with the things I do and then some people like yeah gotten it you know what I mean like where it's like it just it's just a joke you know or it's you know I mean so if you know, uptight people, like, they, they don't like, uh just people just don't like it. And, uh, but I actually like, like, I, I've always thought, too, like, I think, you know, I'm not a Trump supporter, and I'm uh-huh. a little Trump basher, you know, but, like, I think some of his success from a publicist standpoint is that, you know, the people, like, he doesn't make you, like, love him all the way, you know, even when you love it, like, people that like him, like, they, he still rubs them the wrong way. And I think that's intentional. It's actually a really good move where you don't want to be like really loved or really, really hated. You kind of, the best thing to do is kind of be like somewhere in the middle because it keeps people's opinions always coming and changing and talking about you. And I think that's how you get the most exposure, you know, because you have to be sometimes controversial, you know, but then also sometimes likable, you know. So, I mean, a lot of those things are intentional. Or I, I don't want people, you know, to like me too much or hate me too much. You know, so I try to, like, that in between because it, it gains more exposure that way. If right. If you changing, then you're constantly thinking. You know, you think of, like, Dwayne Johnson. I love Dwayne Johnson. No controversies, you know what I mean? Everybody loves him. But you don't talk about him a lot because he never does anything that, like, upsets you, you know? So you have to, ride like that wave of... Back and forth, where it's like, oh, I like this thing. He did. I don't like this thing he did, because it keeps people talking about you.
0: Are you talking more about your, your interviews or like your Instagram posts? Because I feel like that's pretty authentic. You, you're just doing you, and I don't know if it rubs the wrong people the wrong way. It does, but I, I think it's.
1: No, yeah, yeah I mean, it. it uh, I'm talking about. I'm talking about both. Yeah, I'd be mean, like, I even when I'm, joking, but I will like also, you know, like pick on other people sometimes, like yeah. in my my social media you know and i can i know that it's going to upset some people or you know i'll make fun of i don't i'm not a voter i don't vote you know which is you yeah. know I, i'm uh, so i'll make fun of joe biden and then i'll make fun of trump and it's just like i don't sit there and think like oh are people going to like this like i could lose followers i do lose a lot of followers you know what i mean and then gain yeah. some more so it's like i think it's just being yourself be like well this is you know this is how a human mind actually works you you know, you, you do things that offend people, then you do things that make them laugh, and then, you know, you say things they like and that they don't like. That's, if you're always, like, being liked or being hated, like, it's, it's not really you. you right,
0: know? you're right. Okay, so right now, which, next question, which celebrities do you think are very influential? Or most, or what celebrities do you believe are most influential?
1: Um, I would say from the, Celebrities that I've had, like, any you know, run ins with, like, I feel like uh, Beyonce is probably, um, yeah. the most because the way I would describe influence is literally if someone says one thing, or if they say another thing, or if someone doesn't like someone, like, will their fan base like go crazy and really support them, you know? So, I think Beyonce doesn't abuse uh, her celebrity platform but I mean if she wanted to like her fans are really crazy and really dedicated you know so wow. um you know I mean because I, I had like one client that I think was suing her for maybe I can't remember what it was like stealing a song and it's like the okay. death are rolling in you know so it's like they um, which is not her fault you know but it's just the dedication so I, I feel know. like um she has you know, uh, a lot of influence. Um, and then honestly, like truthfully, like the Kardashians and Jenners, like
2: yeah. if
1: they put something on their Instagram, like it will lead to a lot of sales, you know? So it's, I mean, you know, for them, Kendall and Kylie and like what they do, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think what they do will lead to, you know, people taking action. And It might not be something that dramatic but it's, it's if it's sales you know, like mm-hmm. they, they do it you know their fans will buy things that they promote
0: okay so um with you are you work do you have any are you working on any other projects any other celebrity interviews that we should be looking out for
1: um yeah I think um, well I've been watching a lot of reality TV you know I think um, I, I did do an interview with uh the uh, campaign manager from Tiger from King, Tiger
0: King. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
1: that was that was a that was a fun one uh, and then I've been doing uh, interviews with uh, like some of these net. I've been working a little bit with Netflix um, you know since that interview so if you're watching anything on there like uh, love is blind or too hot to handle or Tiger King I've been interviewing a lot of the people there because uh, there's a couple TV networks that won't work with me anymore so I had to kind of move to which ne- ones
2: i want to know
1: Uh, yeah sure so it's uh well after that todd chrisley thing like the usa uh network and then also uh bravo and uh tlc Mm -hmm. i think those ones are pretty much done with my show because i i had a guy from a bravo show away like the reunion and uh uh, they kind of like wanted to hear it before i put it out and i didn't respond to the email um and then yeah, TLC, like, cause they, I, I'm actually, I do watch the 90 Day Fiance show. I was uh, going
0: to ask you about that. I just, I've never seen the show, but I know you, you've actually came out to California and you went to visit it, visited one of the, the, the stars and she made some kind of Thai dish for you. I remember that. So I, I never heard of the show. I watched a clip of it on Instagram and I'm like, holy fuck, dude, they're crazy.
1: It, He's really,
0: dating a Filipina lady. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it's really – it's it's a, a crazy popular show, and I I had I never watched it. I interviewed two or three people from the show, and I had never watched it. I was, like, just kind of Googling things, and I was like, oh, maybe these questions make sense. And then uh, after I became friends with some of the cast, I was like, oh, like, you know, this show is actually really addicting, you know, because it's, it's not just like a dating show or Real Housewives. It's It's, you know, like it's just hard to watch someone – be in denial where it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to buy a wife from another country and bring her to America. That's like half my age and beautiful. And then you're sitting there looking at it and be like, bro, she doesn't love you. Like she's, she wants to come to him. Like, seriously, you know, like every see that, but the people on the show can't, you know, so it, that's kind of what makes it interesting. Um, that's
0: the whole gist of the show.
1: Yeah, that's it. Like there's an American and a foreigner. And typically, okay. the Americans like a fifty-something-year-old guy, you know, that's not good-looking, and then there's like this hot girl in another country, and they met online, and then you know they try to like make it work, and you're sitting there like, but you know the guy's like totally like, man, she loves me, you know, like we're we're gonna get, she wants to marry me, and it's like, dude, like she's using you, like you yeah, know, she's
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, i you know, I mean. Asian. I've seen that happen. I've heard stories, so I get it, but then. That's funny. It. I'm. I'm, you
2: I'm, know. I'm ch- okay, on, sorry. Wait, are you single?
1: Well, I am uh, separated. Uh, so I was married for 16 years, and that's why I'm in Virginia. Is this is where my uh, wife is from. And then um, we separated last year, so yeah, I am. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm separated. Yeah, so it's been a, it's been a little bit different. I'm 41 years old, so it's, um, it's 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 a strange time to, to be doing that. And it's, and the last time I dated was 2003, so I mean, there were no apps and online. I was like, you know, you still had to. Walk up to people and, and introduce yourself. You know, says, yeah, it's it's a totally totally different world. Uh, to kind of jump in after that much time gone. A lot. So, are
0: you dating? Aren't you dating now, though? Sorry, I'm sorry. I, thank you. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, thank you. So, I'm sorry. So, are you dating?
1: <laughs> um, am I dating someone right now?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm like.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm going on dates and you know, I'm learning how to talk on instant messenger, which apparently uh, I, I, I'm i not bad at because these guys are so stupid, with the stuff that they typically write girls. So, uh-huh. but never, I mean, I would never do it anyway, but it's like, you know, I think, it, I think it makes girls maybe feel more comfortable. Like that I have something to lose. Like I'm not just going to start DMing you crazy stuff and, dick pics and stuff you know because first all, i just wouldn't do that but then also because you yeah know, I, you should no man should, should ever do that hold on no dick pics okay no, no i don't understand i do think it's hilarious and i know that you probably get a lot of these dms too like it's just funny to see what guys think is gonna work uh but uh but yeah i mean i i you know i, I always think like this girl could take a screenshot and then she could you know it's like so just be careful what i'm saying you know But. Um, but I, I'm not really that guy anyway. Like I, you know, I, I kind of like to talk like I, I, I might have like be a bad person to, in like the press and everything, you know, but when it comes to like actual relationships, like I, I'm actually a pretty big softy. So um, I just, I just like to be a me, you know, mean person to, to my guests for, you know, to get exposure, but I, I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty polite, uh, you know, like in real life. I
0: know you're a big shopper. You got the stunner shades on. And this is a question from at Romina at 978 from Newport Beach, California. What is the best purchases you've ever made?
1: Oh, best purchases. Let's I see some shoes, I
2: see
0: glasses, I see belts, but what's the best, the best purchase you've ever made?
1: Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, well, I used to think it was uh, – I have a Porsche uh, SUV, um, but now I hate it. Because it's old, and it costs me too much. So, like, you know, it's not fun anymore. So That uh-huh. was in the beginning. Uh, I would not say that anymore. I feel like the best – this is going to sound stupid, but I have these Louis Vuitton shoes that are, like <laughs> – these and they don't – obviously, they don't make them anymore, and it's just – I abs- I mean – they're, they're like sneakers. They're point, they're half suede and half, uh, just re- you know, regular leather. And like when I wear them and you know, I'll go place like people like look down at my feet and they're, you know, like, Oh my God, like, I love those shoes. Like I've never seen them before. Like, I don't know. It's, it, and they held, they held, they're such good quality. Like that was my, I feel like best purchase. Cause I love putting those shoes on. And also like, so here in Virginia, they all make fun of me they're like, look at those shoes. <laughs> you because know, they, you know, <laughs> they don't know, like, what they are. Or even if they did, they, they wear mostly cowboy boots and stuff. So, you okay. um, no, that's – I just – I love those shoes. I'll have to show them to you.
0: What was your – what's your worst purchase you ever made?
2: Not the Porsche, right?
1: Honestly, it might be. Like, like that. that is probably, like, to get – yeah, it is the Porsche. Yeah, it's, just like, <laughs> it's just a thing to kind of get out of you. You know it's dumb in the beginning, and it's, you're, you know, I was like a little, a little bit younger then, and you just kind of like, you know, it's like just just get it out of your system, and it's so fun, and then it's not, you know. So uh-huh. it's like it's just it's such a waste of money. And then it this is when you start to have issues with it, just driving it into the dealership and being like, what? Like, it's just waiting for that phone call. Be like, how many thousands of dollars is it for? Like, you know, for the smallest thing. I mean, this oil- was just
0: last year, wasn't it? I remember the post. I told you I follow you. I remember you having issues with your
1: car. Yeah, the, I said an oil change at the dealership is two hundred and ninety dollars. <sighs> yeah, it's just a, it's. it's it, I'll, hopefully, I won't do it again.
0: What are you driving hopefully. now?
1: I still drive. I drive the car, <laughs> but but I'm gonna get like a. I'm gonna get like a Toyota. Uh, what are they called? Toyota Camry.
0: Okay, a sedan.
1: Yeah. But but I I'd like to think that I can go out. And, that's what I'd like to do, but I I don't think I could do it. But that's the goal. The goal is just to get a Toyota Camry and save money. Yeah, that's I, what... yeah.
0: I know you don't eat sushi, but you did the one time. With me. Okay, if you invite three people to sushi, who would it be?
1: Three people.
0: Dead or alive.
1: Oh, oh, dead or alive. Really? Wow. Okay. I'm gonna say, because I, I feel like this would make this would make it this would make it interesting, you know. So I'm gonna say Gary Busey, <laughs> Kanye West. Okay. So. trying to think of the biggest shit show I could, I could, uh, come up. Um, and Lyndon B. Johnson. Just the curveball.
2: Oh, and let's get back
0: to that one question. What, uh, about the ridiculous, well, what ridiculous thing has someone ever tricked you
2: into doing or believing? Jesus. Um, tricks me into doing or believing. Doing, 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 doing. I just can't think of anything. What if I've been? Is that sharp? Just <laughs> <laughs> probably forgot. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, oh, man. I don't know, but let me do this. Let me do a different question. Okay, uh, yeah, different, uh,
0: different, uh, different one's totally fine. Okay, if you could give life advice to anyone, what would it be?
1: Yes do that okay so this is my life model when I was uh, in my early 20s and I was kind of starting off you know I, I had no one in my family worked in entertainment and uh, you know I had no experience I didn't go to college um, and I was determined to, to get what I wanted to do and I was obviously getting a lot of doors closed in my face and what kind of drove me, in in those times was that i didn't want to wake up one day and be like oh my goodness i'm 50 something years old and i never actually tried to do anything that i wanted to do you know i played it safe and i worked at the same job and got a 401k and all that you know um so i came up with this motto and it was i will always fear regret more than rejection so you know it's not that but it's something to really remember because that was my biggest fear. My fear was to wake up with a lot of regret and say, and I never even tried, you know, like I, I had desires and aspirations to work in movies and, you know, be in media, but I was too afraid to try. And I just struck you know, never, never even went out there and faced it. And I have faced a ton of rejection and I still do today, you know, uh, but mm-hmm. I've, I've had some success, you know, so I, I I always want to encourage people to do that, to, you know, make your fear to wake up with regret one day because of what you're not doing today. You know, rejection, rejection doesn't matter. It shouldn't affect you that much. Right.
2: Okay.
0: And if you could um, describe your life in one word.
1: I would say fun. I, I, I do feel like, yeah, I feel like my life is, is fun for you know, it, you know, for what what I like to do. Really do enjoy it, uh, exactly. you know, and I have few regrets.
0: Okay, before I let you go, do you think where are you? Are you at the cigar shop? Are you hanging
1: mm-hmm. out? No. Yeah.
0: Can you give us a tour, or is that difficult on your phone? Yeah.
1: Like where? Let's see. Sure. So, this is, uh, I gotta flip this. You want me to flip the camera?
0: Oh, okay. No, no, yeah, no, no. You, you can stay there and just kind of tell
1: oh, us. Mode. I've seen
0: it always on Instagram, but I've never seen the store itself. Oh my God. Okay.
1: Yeah, this is the back room. So, this it's a private club. Um, oh, uh, okay. So in the back, like they do this, and there's, you know, we got like a TV, there's all these like deer, all these animal heads around. Um, uh-huh. I'll show you.
2: Can we see the front? What it looks like?
1: Yeah, yeah the front. So, um,
2: oh,
1: yeah. So in, in the front. Oh, is it's pretty a, big. Yeah, it's a big. It's a big shop. Sorry, they want to see. This is the humidor. Wow. <laughs> are
0: you allowed to go inside there to pick your cigars, or
2: you just tell it, them they, they get, it they get it for you? No, you can Oh, oh. This
1: Oh, nice. Walk in here. all you know, like they keep it under humidity, um, you know, because of tobacco leaves. So you right out, and yeah, they all these boxes, and then you just pick, you pick whatever cigar you want, and uh, yeah, that's, and then you sit in like there's there's seating areas and everything for everybody. Oh
0: yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, they spaced it
1: out for the, the quarantine.
0: Uh huh. And
1: then they're, they're doing construction outside. Oh, oh. Yeah. That's pretty much it, yes. That's so it. Oh, uh, it's private in the back for the uh, members.
0: Okay. So I know you don't drink alcohol. But um, when you smoke a cigar, what kind of drink are you supposed to pair it with? Is it cognac?
1: Uh, well, there, there's a couple. Uh, I think uh, the most popular is bourbon. Oh. Based on what uh, what cigar you're smoking. Um, and then also uh, whiskey. And, yeah, cognac could be another popular one. Um, but bourbon is the most popular. Like okay. that's that, uh, that, you know, it's a different type of bourbon with a certain type of cigar. So you pair those two and, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of how it works.
2: Okay. What are you smoking?
1: This is, um, this is called the filthy hooligan, uh, sham It's, uh, they call it a barber pole cause there's different colors. Oh, um, I see. Yeah. It's by, how much, uh, by how much is rag. it? Do
0: you buy a per cigar, like a drink?
1: It's like thirteen bucks. Yeah. So usually, like, I don't usually spend more than twenty uh, because there's there's some cigars that'll get to like eighty dollars, like some really like ridiculous things. But honestly, like, it, it's not quite like food. Like, I would pay a hundred dollars for a steak because that steak's going to be worth it. Like, cigars mm-hmm. aren't. You know, I can spend fifteen dollars on a cigar and like it like just as much as a thirty dollars cigar. So. Yeah, I, I just kinda kinda do that. But there's also some that are like six dollars. You know what I mean?
0: Okay. So if you're hey, okay, I'll let you go. The last question. So when you do when you travel, do you bring obviously you bring your own cigars with you, right? Because I see you always smoking a cigar.
1: Uh I bring some with me and then I'll I like to go to the local shop and see what they have uh available. So that's kind of the fun of it. To go to a new city and see, like, see what they have, you know, um, and they still have like a different selection. It's kind of like going to a restaurant, you know. It's like, you know, you could pack your own lunch, or you could find, you know, you don't, you don't want to go to like McDonald's when you travel. You want to go to a restaurant that's local and see what they, you know, what they got. So that's kind of like it is mm-hmm. with cigars. Like when I go to California, I'll go to a place in Beverly Hills called V Cut, um, uh-huh. and they'll Find a cigar that they have there that I, they don't have here in Virginia at my home shop so that's kind of the fun of it
0: nice all right cool thank, I always want to thank you so much for interviewing with me finally this one went through with did any problems and yeah. giving us a tour because this is what I always see on your Instagram you're always walking in there so it's
1: cool yeah that that I'm such to a better interviewer than I am you're very nice very
0: nice. <laughs> it's my style, oh, I guess. <laughs> Different style.
1: Don't be like Yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't hear you. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah. I said, don't be like me. Be nice. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you so
2: much. And, uh, yeah. Bye. Thank you. bye. Okay. How do I st- oop.